Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on danaglinsmith.com and warn-usa.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows. Featured on DanaGlennSmith.com, Prophetic Winner of Our Discontent. Power of Faith Over Fear Hosea Startling Prophecy Hosea's Startling Prophecy And featured on Warren-USA.com Faith Believing Unseen The Lord Saves Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 101 on Battle Lines Warring the Saints Africa, Iran, Nigeria, India, Christian persecution. Persecution, sheep to the slaughter, classic Warren Radio. And don't miss the weekly shows of our WIBR Warren Radio. The Advocacy, Wednesday for February 21st. Gospel Faith, Gospel Cost, Christians Targeted, Standing by Faith, Advocacy, Persecuted Church. Battle Lines, Thursday, February 22nd, Jerusalem, Watchman, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 206. And Sound the Shofar, Friday, February 16th, The Word of the Lord, Prophet's Reproach, Part 7. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storylines of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And the watchman wrote this book, in 2019 before COVID and all the rioting by BLM and Antifa and so you can see some of that in it's like prophecy in the rising and you can get your copy of the rising by going to Amazon Barnes and Noble Books a Million Ingram Angus and Robertson and the rising ebook can be found on Google Play you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com and while on the site be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So here we are at the last day of February. 
Yeah, if you can believe that. 20, or what is this, uh, February 29th, <coughs> 2022. Yep. And the weather people were talking about leap year. And they warned that if you didn't take these days and make a leap year, everything would be screwed up. <laughs> yeah, and they said the tracking of the leap year goes way back to Roman time and before. They noticed the, the days were different. Hmm. I think it goes back to when the Lord stopped the sun so Israel, Israel, the Israelis could continue their battle with their enemies. So at any rate, well, we got it. So at any rate, we're at uh, 207. Wow. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. Jerusalem's Praise, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 207 on Battle Lines. Established Jerusalem's praise in the earth is the goal as the watchmen over Jerusalem were not to be silent. They were not to stop calling on the Lord to firmly establish Jerusalem in the earth. This perspective and Isaiah's words reveal the Lord's will is to preserve Jerusalem and rebuild it. In Revelation chapter 11 verse 8 we are also reminded by John the Revelator that the two major prophets who will appear in the last days of tribulation will be overcome finally by the beast and their corpses will lay in the street of that great city which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt where our Lord was also crucified. Here referring to Jerusalem as Sodom and Egypt by those who witnessed the event. These viewed the inhabitants as corrupt. And now back to you. I'll see you on the other side. Okay. Well, indeed, we are in part 207. And, uh, you know, you cannot get away from the watchman. And it's a very biblical office. And uh, the watchman up on the wall... They were there holding the watches. And uh, the prophets were also called watchmen. But the whole goal is to establish Jerusalem a praise. Establish Jerusalem to where she doesn't have the problem. Now today, we we see Jerusalem as a, a war zone right now. And it's right in the center of a thing after Hamas attacked him. And so these are some of the things that are going to happen, unfortunately, until we get to a certain point at which time, you know, the children of Israel are restored. The children of Israel come to know the Messiah. But there's a lot of Jews that already know the Lord. And uh, Moaz Israel, for instance, is a ministry that's been there for a long, 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 long time. And Ari and his wife, who began Moaz, I actually interviewed him many years ago. And now all these years have passed, I don't know, it's probably been 30 or more years since I interviewed him. Well, I don't think it's been quite that long. And, you know, it's it just hard to believe that here we are and these people still want to destroy Israel. I mean, they want to kill everybody. Yeah. And, and it, we're not in a good place in the world. We have a lot of hatred. We have a lot of violence. We have a lot of people that are going their own way. A lot of young kids as well, and we see that in a lot of these, uh, in many of these uh, young uh, sp Spanish. Well, they're they're all Spanish speaking pretty much. That come up here, and some of the worst groups are Venezuelan, and, and of course they were all in prison down there. And I remember when they put them in prison, they rounded them all up. And uh, there was a big hall that was uh, broadcast, and they showed them. They were in their undershorts and T-shirts, 
and they had taken everything away from them to make sure they didn't have knives. So I, I don't know. The last time we had an open border, uh, they did the same thing. Uh, you know, they released uh, prisoners to send them up here. So the, the issue with getting free people, you know, people to come into your borders free is not good. And so all this thing revolves around, like right now, you know, uh, we have Jerusalem, and there's many people that are watching Jerusalem, but the fact remains is God is going to establish Jerusalem a praise in the earth. There's going to be a remnant of Israel that will know the Lord and truly know the Lord. They will know the Savior, Yahshua, and uh, everything will be restored. And so there's also a lot of this that reflects back to the fact that when uh, Judah got out of uh, captivity with Babylon, they were restored back into Jerusalem and God restored the temple back there and a lot of things. But see, we're back to the point now where Jerusalem does not have a temple. And, uh, the, you know, it's not the same Israel. You know, they, they, they still do a lot of the same things, but it, it's not the same. And, uh, but see, all Israel... If you go to Romans 11 in verse 26, Paul specifically says, All Israel shall be saved. So tonight, when we talk about Jerusalem praise, we're talking about fulfillment. And that's really where we're at. We're at the end of the book of Isaiah. We've got a few more chapters to go. And the prophet is tying up some stuff for future. And... You know, we've been through, you know, the entire book and dealt with the issues of both houses of Israel and how everything happened, you know, and it's, and it's just, you know, when you read a book, you want to, you want some good parts, you know, you want them restored, you want the, you know, the bad guys gone and you want you know, happiness and joy. And that's really a lot of these Jews, even in Israel today. You know, I was listening to a testimony of some of these after the Hamas thing. And see, they, a lot of them thought that they were, they were um, safe. But they weren't. And see, these people want safety. We all want safety. And so... Uh, our hearts go out to him. And verse 7 of Isaiah 62 talks about this. And give him no rest till he establish, till he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Now, see, this is something you have to understand. The watchmen and those who are watching over Jerusalem are to constantly petition the Lord God. And it literally says, and give him no rest. You know, when you think of God, you <laughs> you think of somebody, an entity, that never needs rest. But he did create the earth in six days and rested on the seventh. You know, I mean, that's what he did. That's why on the seventh day is Shabbat, which is Saturday. And we don't think of that. What did he need to rest for? He's God. But that's what he did. And he did that, I think, also for man. But, you know, the watchmen that are watching, not only every day, but they're watching and they're praying every day, Lord, restore Jerusalem. And when issues come up, they pray about those. And it's and see the watchman ain't going to establish. Israel isn't going to establish. It says till he establishes, till he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Now see that's the that's the emphasis here. See, like we talk about America, 
you know, and, and as bad off, you know, we, we have a lot of troubles in this country. And we have a lot of sin, and we have a lot of division, we have a lot of hatred, and we've got seven and a half million people that's come in during Biden's rule as president. And we're not going to make America great again. God has to make America great again. And he could very well use Trump to make America great again. Because Trump knows how to do it. But see, the thing of it is, everything has to be right. You know, when Trump came in the first time, everything was just right. Matter of fact, the Democrats were so surprised that he got in. See, so, and this is the same way with Israel. You know, Hamas is, you know, has been attacking Israel. There's enemies all over the place of Israel. We had almost the entire world protesting against Israel going after Hamas. And yet Hamas did things that were unconscionable to these people. And I would have fought too. You know, I would have said, we're going to wipe you off the face of the earth. You know, and a lot of these others over here in safe America have big mouths. And boy, they use them and the young people use them. And they don't understand what this is about. And of course, they always want to go woke. And that's all they know. But this is a divine thing. See, and matter of fact, you could get into the last parts of Isaiah all the way to the end of the book. And these are the things that God said is going to happen. And that he says, you know, you're going to be part of it. I want watchmen, you know, on the walls in Jerusalem, and I want them to pray. I want them not to be quiet until I establish, until I make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. And that's the emphasis. And, you know, there's a lot of things that man is not going to do. And we need to understand what God is going to do, and our part, our part is to have faith. Our part is to pray. Our part is to not be wicked, not hate. We're to follow his word. That's what we're supposed to do. Now let's go to Isaiah 62, 1 through 3. And we've, we've covered some of this, but this is important. For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. And the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all kings thy glory and thou shalt be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name. And thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. Now see, that's a lot different what's happening today. But see, the emphasis there, we're looking at the sovereignty of God. We're looking at the prophecies that he's calling out. And the Gentiles are right in the middle of this. The Gentiles shall see the righteousness, and all kings will see the glory. And, and of course, this is Zion's sake. Now, there's, and of course, when I see this, I see the fulfillment of Zion. And, and of course, the people that hate Zion, and, you know, there's Christian Zionism, you know, and the, these people just go catatonic. You know, because they want the Jews somewhere else. But they don't understand that the bottom line of it is, as the Lord himself said, that salvation is of the Jews. We know who we worship, he said. And and when he was talking to the woman at the well, he was, you know, and she was a Gentile. Um, you know, she... Uh, he told her that, uh, you know, it's, and she talked about, you know, where to worship. And, uh, 
He said, you, you worship in Jerusalem. And, and she brought that up. And the Lord says, I tell you that it's not going to be in Jerusalem. Neither in Jerusalem or anywhere else are you going to be going to worship. For the Father seeks those to worship him in spirit and in truth. And the fulfillment of that is the redemption of God. And people become born again by his spirit. And through his spirit you worship God. That is the fulfillment of what God wants. Because God will say, Can you make a temple big enough to hold me? Behold, I I inhabit the heavens and the earth. And that's why when Yahshua came, he had the spirit, the unlimited spirit of the Lord. And you think about that. Well, his spirit can fill everything. So it's about high time we stop thinking about this in carnal ways and start understanding that this is going to happen. It's going to happen in God's own time. And if you take up the mantle like Hamas did and Hezbollah in Iran to hate Israel, you will in time pay for it. And you'll pay a heavy, heavy penalty. Now in 61.11 it says, For as the earth brings forth her bud, and as the garden causes the things that are sown in the, in in it to spring forth so the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all nations now see the beginning of this is praise in Jerusalem and here we are bringing righteousness and praise and it's going to be before all nations so we see a fulfillment here and in in scripture we know that the nations of them that are saved are going to bring their glory into Jerusalem so it's it's high time that you understand that Jerusalem is not going to be for the Muslims Jerusalem is not going to be for the agnostics and anybody else Jerusalem is going to be for those who are truly sons and daughters of God who have been born again of his spirit period and Jeremiah 33 9 and it shall be to me a name of joy, a praise and an honor before all the nations of the earth, which shall hear of all the good that I do unto them. And they shall fear and tremble for all the goodness, for all the prosperity that I procure unto him. Now this is the restoration of Jerusalem. And see, and here's another thing. I, I like this one. Zephaniah 9, uh, 3, 19 through 20. Behold, at the time I will undo all that afflict thee, and I will save her that halteth, and gather her that was driven out, and I'll get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. At that time will I bring you again, even in that time I gather you, for I'll make you a name and a praise among all the people of the earth when I turn back your captivity before your eyes. And that's a promise directed right at Israel. Now you wouldn't know that from the hatred that is heaped on. You wouldn't know that at all. You know, I mean, if you have a nation that's blessed of God, I, I think it would behoove you to use some common sense and say, I think we need to be friends with these people. Because if there's anything you're going to need, you're going to need the favor of God Almighty. And you ain't going to get it if you're trying to destroy Jerusalem and the Jews. That's just all there is to it. Now, of course, you know, half of America don't believe that. Half of America don't even, probably 60 to 70 percent. Now, that's just my guess. Of America have no clue about redemption, salvation, or or what this whole thing is about. They know religion. And they know, you know, various denominations. 
and they know what preacher says this or that. But uh, there, there's a burning light that's going to shine through this, and it's going to hit through the church because judgment is going to come to the church first, and then the rest of humanity to this, that isn't saved. I'll tell you, it, it ain't going to go too well. You may not like this. You know, frankly, it doesn't matter whether you're going to like it. You know, it's just one of those things. You know, the God of the universe has made his choices. And he is righteous. And whether you like it or not, really doesn't come on the scale of God high enough to stop him. So, you know... You know, I have no problem back in Israel. That doesn't mean I like everything they do. But I'll tell you, what Hamas did when they attacked Israel, and one of the worst things that I knew that they did from the testimonies was they baked a baby in an oven. Now, don't even talk to me about giving mercy to these people. Because any time you're wicked enough to do what you did to these people, you don't deserve anything. And for all those who are saying they've had enough, the Saudis said that. Now, I hate to keep bringing this up, but we're talking about Jerusalem here. And Jerusalem ain't there yet. The Jews still have not accepted the Messiah. Now, they know about all of the prophecies. Don't they even knew about the prophecies when Yahshua came during the Roman Empire time. The reason that they didn't believe that it was Yahshua, Jesus, was the fact that he was in Galilee. But see, he had been taken, you know, as a baby he was born in Bethlehem, like it said. And so now, of course, all the Jews expected him to still be in Bethlehem. Well, the reason he's not still in Bethlehem is because the king knew that's where he was and he had to leave there because, uh, and even the wise men said, you need to leave here because the king, you know, is going to try to kill the babe. And so they went to Egypt and then the angel told Joseph to take his family back because of time. So they wound up over in Galilee. And so this is where where they were and if someone would have asked the Lord where were you born at you know that would have solved a lot of issues but nobody did they were too busy getting after him saying well you're from Galilee so you can't be you know and that sounds like Americans to me because a lot of them do the same thing they jump to conclusions they're like a freaking frog man they jump from one conclusion to another until they get into the to the cesspool or the pond and then they swim around with all their little buddies in this creepy mess of of division and skepticism and hatred and and everything else that's where we're at in america we've got a putridness about us in this country we don't have a purity anymore we have lost it and while i'm at it if you're listening to this you need to go over to my websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com, and I've got an article, and this is uh, a, an in-depth article about judgment on America. I've been warning for 25 years, Tower and I both have, and uh, it's there on warren-usa.com. And maybe later we can give you the title of it, but you should have no problem finding it. Verse 8, the Lord has sworn by his right hand by the arm of his strength. Surely I'll no more give thy corn to be meat for thine enemies, and the sons of the stranger shall not drink thy wine for the which thou hast labored. Now see this again, this is referring to the Jews and all the stuff they went through, especially when they were carried captive. This refers to Judah. And of course, the northern tribes were carried away captive, so they there wasn't many left in the land there. But this is directly referring to when you, you know, when they went in captivity to Babylon, someone ate their stuff, you know, and they could uh, do their own thing. And uh, so even today, you know, 
Israel is really not free yet. Israel is not at that place. But, you know, and, and they're going to be overwhelmed. It's not going to be by their own might, but by the might of the Lord. He's going to come again, and he will stop it. And we know that from uh, Zechariah talks about that. We also know that when we look at Revelation, we can put these things together. Now, now this is a good one, and I like this. This is about the Lord, Deuteronomy 32.40. For I lift up my hand to heaven and say, I live forever. You know, and, and there's another scripture that I put, you know, that I've used before where the Lord says, I am the Lord. Is there anything too hard for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from, from the standpoint of a man, a human being, yeah, you can't do that. You know, nobody can do that. Well, he can. And see, we haven't come to the understanding yet that he is able to do whatever he wants to. He is the governor of the nations. He is a sovereign God. And Yahshua, you know, one of his appointments after he was resurrected from the dead, he was glorified. And in in Revelation chapter 1, he's known as the Almighty. God has given everything into his hand. He's the resurrection and the life. He's the way, the truth, and life. He's the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. <clears throat> Verse 5 in Ezekiel. And uh, they were to say, Thus saith the Lord God, In the day when I chose Israel and lifted up my hand unto the seed of the house of Jacob, and made myself known unto them in the land of Egypt, when I lifted up my hand unto them, saying, I am the Lord your God. Now see, these scriptures emphasize the sovereignty of the Lord. This tells you that this is the Lord, and he has his eyes on Israel. And I know many people may have trouble with Israel. But the bottom line of it is, Israel has to get through on their own manner. But... Uh, there is going to be a Zion, and there is going to be a heaven, and a lot of other things, and they're going to be perfect. And to be in that kingdom, you're going to have to be perfect, and you can't be perfect on your own. It has to be through Yahshua. Now here's another thing about the blessing of the Lord in Isaiah 65. You know, it's real common for a country to build homes and houses and plant vineyards and then have someone raid them and take it over and kill the people that are there and totally take over the land. And matter of fact, with all these people coming in here into America, there's a lot of them that want to. And there's Muslims and and, and I've, I've heard their statements. I've been following their statements for a long time. There, there are various, various groups that want to take America away from where it is and make it into what they want to make it into. So make no mistake, there are enemies everywhere. And the dark one is coming. So there is all kinds of uproar and stuff that are coming. So you better have your faith shoes on and understand and they shall build houses and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. And they shall not build and another inhabit, they shall not plant and another eat. For as, for as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and my elect shall enjoy long, long enjoy the work of their hands. And they shall not labor in vain nor bring forth for trouble, for they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord and their offering with them offspring with them and and of course that is you know talking about Israel but remember when we talk about the end times and the restoration of Israel we're also talking about all of those who are found in Yahshua Jesus uh, 
because they're going to be part of this in the heavenly kingdom. And when Yahshua comes back, he's going to be ruling and reigning for a thousand-year millennial reign. And the Gentiles are going to be right in the middle of that, and so is Israel. Now, here's the promise that, that God gave him in Deuteronomy 28.1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. And so that's where he tells them, you need to hearken diligently to what I tell you, and you're to observe everything. Now when Yahshua came, he said, I've come not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. And what he brought was the redemption through the blood atonement. Because the only way Israel could have been forgiven in order to deal with the Lord God was through the atonement. And they have a day of atonement, but you need blood. And it has to be from a perfect source. So that's why they had animals to use. But the blood of animals cannot sufficiently cleanse a person of sin. They can't do it. It's temporary. But Yahshua is the Passover lamb. As John said when he seen him, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God would take away the sin of the world. The sin is taken away and covered by the blood of Yahshua, Jesus Christ, because of his atonement work on the cross. And God the Father accepted that. So these are the things to understand when we're talking about the law and about everything. Everything now is wrapped up in Yeshua and his covenant and he is and he went to his people first and then he went to the Gentiles. But they're all going to be found in one. Jew, Gentile, male, female will all be in Christ Jesus and they will be in Zion. They will be there together. Now, let's go to verse, I'm going to, I had another one, but I'm not going to cover that. Here's verse 9 of Isaiah 62. But they that have gathered it shall eat it. And he's talking about the food in the other verse. And praise the Lord, and they that have brought it together shall drink it in the courts of my holiness. The courts of his holiness is in his temple. And and he will have a temple in the earth. Now the light, of course, is going to come from the Lord. Going to come from both the Father and the Son. <clears throat> so those that have gathered it are going to eat it. Now see, that's a prosperous society and a safe society. In America, there was a time when we had, my grandfather was, both my grandfathers, one had a cattle farm, cattle ranch, the other had a, he was uh, just a regular farmer. You know, and he had animals and he grew crops, big crops. And uh, they would gather it in and they would sell it. You know, and, and in America, we have had righteousness in this country we, you know, rejected the sin. Now, we were never perfect, but we always had enough of the um, emphasis and, you know, the touch of Christianity in the hearts of people of the Lord that we didn't fall off the end. You know, we we were able to keep up God's blessings because we rejected the unclean. When Tower and I were kids, we we never saw any of this stuff that you're doing. We, you know, we, we are absolutely corrupt here and we've thrown out righteousness. So we're in trouble. And see, the first thing that you lose, and Israel's faced this, and they were even kicked out of the land, but the first thing you lose 
is your ability to grow crops and you're going to have all kinds of weather changes and then you're going to have people crossing your borders and that's what we have now Israel had the same trouble and they had major trouble when armies came in and crossed their borders and one of the biggest was when Assyria came in and Snickerib stopped at the gates of Jerusalem with 150,000 of his men. And if Hezekiah hadn't been in there and uh, Isaiah as the prophet, you know, it would have never been saved, but God saved him. And he fought for him. So, And so, and here's, now the curse is this, okay? And, and this is important because when we get to the blessings and the restoration, that's why I'm giving you this. Israel has known the curses. Now America hasn't, not really. Now, Deuteronomy 28, 31 through 33. You can just read uh, Deuteronomy 28 through 30. But it says here in these three verses, Thine ox shall be slain before thine eyes, and thou shalt not eat thereof. Thine ass shall be violently taken away from before thy face, and should not be restored to thee. Thy sleep shall be given unto thine enemies, and thou shalt have none to rescue them. Thy sheep, rather. Uh, thy sons and daughters shall be given unto another people. Thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in thy hand. And the fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall a nation which you know not shall eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always. Now see, that is the curses for not obeying the law on Israel. Everybody in the world knows that both houses of Israel were judged. A people that should have known better but didn't. Now that's all past history with God now. Because they faced their judgment and it's over. And Judah is in the land and the other, the other tribes of Israel are going to come in. And God is going to restore them. And they're, they're not going to go away anytime soon. They'll be here to the end. But see, America, you haven't known that. And so I'm telling you, you need to pay attention, America. And I'm talking to the American people, not the people coming across the border. I'm talking to you American people that need to know this. Israel knows this. But Israel still hasn't got everything restored because they don't have a temple. So we're still dealing with that clear to the end. But they're going to recognize the Messiah. And there is going to be a temple. Now let's go to uh, verse 62. Uh, verses 10. Go through, go through the gate. Prepare ye the way of the people. Cast up, cast up the highway, gather out the stones, and lift up the standard for the people. You go through the gates. Why? Because you're preparing the way for the people. You cast up, cast up the highway, you gather up the stone. In other words, you're making the highway as pleasant and good for all the people that are going to come into Jerusalem. You're preparing it. And this originally, this speaks to the exiles that are coming out of Babylon. And most of them, they didn't even know how to find their way back. And God was going to lead them back. They had forgotten all the law. And, and that's what Ezra the priest was there for, to help them learn the law again. And so um, Albert Barnes talks about this. It's a direction to the exiles in Babylon to go forth and return to their own land. The gates so long closed against their return would be thrown open. They would now have liberty to depart for their own country. Thus explained 
The connection is apparent. The watchmen were commanded to pray until this was done. The prophet had said that he would not rest till it was done. Yahweh had promised this is the most solemn manner. And now those prayers are heard and the promise is about to be fulfilled. And they are commanded to leave the city and enter upon their journey to their own land. Which they had to be led and it was a long time. There were several returns. But see we can also look at the time that we're looking at now. Because not all the tribes are in there. And we're looking for the return of Christ. We're looking for another temple. We're looking for another kingdom. And so, you know, Israel was exiles from Babylon. But I've got news for you, Christians and Jews and all those. I'm here to tell you that on this earth, you're exiled to earth. And there's only one way to get out. And that's die. And and, And everybody here has been on this earth. And, the, and every one of you are sinners for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Not only that, being says you were declared a sinner, and this is scriptural, everybody's a sinner. The soul that sinneth is going to die. So you have to die. Well, see, the thing of it is, these bodies are called bodies of death by me because when you're born, you're eventually going to die. This body's going to die. But the spirit man, the spirit and the soul within you are redeemed through Christ if you've accepted him. And so when you put off this body of death, you will be with the Lord. To be absent from this body of flesh is to be present with the Lord Because you could not enter heaven because of the fall and what you did to this body when it happened. You lost that body of perfection when man fell. And that's why Christ came. That's why it's so important for you to know the Lord and come to him. I don't care what you are. Jew, Gentile, male, female, Muslim, Hindu. I don't care. You're not going to get into heaven. By no stretch without Yahshua. And that is a fact. Now I like this one too. And this is uh, quite a few verses. But uh, Isaiah 40, 1 through 10. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received of the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. Now see, we got another one coming. That's called the Great Tribulation. Now see, when they were going back to Jerusalem, it says speak comfortably and cry. See, her warfare is over. The judgment is ended. And they, and they and the Jews did go back. But then, in time, they lost Jerusalem. See, because in the world, we're going to have tribulation. You know, the Roman Empire, it stood for a long time. But it ended up being destroyed, and everything wound up in the hands of somebody else. The Jews were cast out of their land. And it became the property of somebody else. And then God brought them back and restored it to them. The Jews are still in that place where he restored them to. Although for a time they had lost total control of it. And then God saw to them in 1948 to come back. Now you see, I I know a little bit about a lot of this. I also know what they do on social media. You know, I've discussed with people in social media that don't say that this is Israel but it is Israel and so you, you've got a lot of people that hate this with Israel well the people don't have anything to say about it because it's God now see it. <clears throat> they're speaking comfortably of Jerusalem in the verse 3 it says the voice of him that cries in the wilderness Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Now John, 
that was what he was given as prophecy. He was sent before the Lord when he came on this earth. He was preparing the way. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the reason all that is for the traffic that's going to go into the city itself to meet the Lord, the King. The pebbles is not going to be full of potholes and pebbles. There's not going to be crooks. It's going to be a it's going to be a heavenly road that is going to be perfect and they can go all the way in and everything's going to be great. And because this lifts up, you know, the prophecy. Every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. Verse 5, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. All flesh that are there will see it. The voice said, Cry. And he said, What shall I cry? And he told him, All flesh is grass, and all the goodliness thereof is as the flower of the field. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. Why? Because the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. See, that tells you the temporary nature. Now, you can find that in the Gospels. The Lord talks about that. See, we're flesh. And we're going to die away. We're going to wither. But guess what? The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. And what does he say? You know, if you're born again, if you know the Lord, if you've repented, you come to him, you walk in his ways, you walk in the light as he is in the light, First John 1, you know, you have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ the Son will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. See, without him, I mean, your body of death is going to die. Your flesh, you're going to die. I don't care. Your technology, you know, is not going to save your butt, guys. You know, all those that want to have AI and all those that want to, and I know, I run into them all the time. I'm a techie. I've been it for a long time. And I know what these people are doing. They want to be combined with technology and uh, man-made materials to live forever. But that's not going to work. It's going to be hell. Because you're not going to get into heaven. Not like that. Because the minute you begin to work on what God created, and that's your body, modifying it in any way, you've corrupted it. One of the things God had is the law. And this was back in Abraham's time. When he had to worship God, he had to build an altar. But if Abraham was to take any kind of a chisel or a hammer and start to beat those rocks and cut them a certain way, he's defiled it. They had to be natural rocks that were natural and made in the way when God created everything. They couldn't be altered. So I got news for you. These bodies cannot be altered. And the word of our God shall stand forever. O Zion, that bringest good tidings, get thee up into the high mountain, O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings. Lift up thy voice with strength, lift it up, and be not afraid, and say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work is before him. Now that, I can tell you, Yahshua will fulfill that. He's coming. And, you know, in Israel, what does it tell them to do? Lift up your voice, Israel. Don't be afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, behold your God. They need to be standing on a hill over there, and they need to get those guys with the shofar, and they need to be blowing that thing and saying all to the cities. Behold, your God is coming. They need to get excited. They need to declare, thus saith the Lord. Because he's going to come. And he's going to choose his people. 
and it's going to be Jew and Gentile, male and female. Now, as Christians, we have been sealed by the Spirit of God because we've confessed and come to Him. But make no mistake, this is serious stuff here. And if you think a bunch of punk techies and a bunch of punk WTF who want you to eat bugs are going to rule the world and going to tell you what to do all your life, you're nuts. Yeah, they've got three and a half years, kids. When you see the dark one, he's got three and a half years. After that, Christ is going to come and stomp his butt in the earth. And then he's going to throw him into a place he ain't going to like. So make no mistake, the devil has a big mouth. And it's time for you all to get faith, stand up, and understand what this is about. Israel is going to be there. But they've got to keep the faith too. They can't fall away from the Lord. Because this is the way it is. God didn't fall. Man fell. He's, God has made a way for man to res, be restored. He didn't fall. He didn't make you fall. Man is the one that fell. And I got news for you. You may think you're perfect, but you're still a fallen creature unless you know Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And that's all there is to it. And you can play all your games and war games, and you can cry and scream and holler that you don't like them, but they ain't going to do any good. You need to get on board with Christ. You need to repent. You need to get rid of all that other nonsense. You need to come to the Lord and stay there, because he's coming back, and he's going to wage war against the wicked. And the choice is yours. Father, thank you for this word. And bless this word to the hearts, minds, soul, and spirits of those that hear it whenever they do. Dear God, bless them. Help them to understand this. Light a fire in us, O oh God, and light a fire in Israel, and help them to defend their home and their people. Lord God, and stop those from doing whatever they're doing. Lord, they, they are wicked. They've been doing things to the Jews that should never have been done. God, and they're your people too, and I know they're a favor. Lord, they need to come to you and bring them to you, Lord God, because it says in your word, we're going to come together. It's going to be Jew, Gentile, male, and female. That's it. There's no in-betweens, folks. There's male and female. And you keep listening to these kids trying to tell you what all they are and all their pronouns. That don't matter to a hell of beans. I can tell you right now, it's time to get serious or off this nonsense and come to the Lord. Otherwise, you're going to regret it. Okay, Tower, say Amen. good night. Amen. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you. We're always glad to have you here with us. We're thankful for each and every one of you. And may God richly bless you and for all that you do for him. Please pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us. And, and we love you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Read the articles, listen to the shows. Visit the website. Now the one thing I want you to read the eternal winds of the inevitable. You find them on both our websites. That is about America. That's about judgment. What is coming? The eternal winds of the inevitable. You got that? Go to warren-usa.com, Dana Glenn Smith, and and you read this article. It'll be in the top at the top. You'll recognize it up there. After you get in it, start reading it. You realize what it is. I guarantee you. So, all I can tell you is God is on our side. The fire of God is on our side. The Son of God is the Almighty now, and He's on our side because we have repented and come to Him. Till next time, good night. We'll see you then. Shalom.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.